Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 156, A Hit of Fire Emblem Nostalgia. But before we get into all of that news in our news block, let me thank those that help support the PSVG cause over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Hammond, Michael Masick. The Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Paul Calico, Rude Days 93, Rob Emanuel, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. Thanks for everything that you do. I hope that you enjoyed the two exclusive hours that you got with Mrs. Worldwide here, Rebecca. Uh, we had several folks join just for your show, I think. Oh, well, thanks. It's, it's clear that they didn't read the Patreon. They all subscribed for a dollar. I was like, you're not getting the show. Oh, I don't no. know what you're doing. <laughs> um, but hopefully they found it or I don't care if it's there and they got it. I don't care. But I, I just noticed it. There was like four or five people. I was like, I don't think they, they read anything. I, <laughs> I think they just went for show. a dollar. Supporters of the show. There you go. Supporters of the show. Game explain even. Yeah. That was nuts. That was, that was crazy. crazy. That was a crazy yeah. email alert to get. Game explain is supporting you on Patreon. It's like, are they? I love it. Like, really? <laughs> Um, we're going to start the show like we do each and every week with what we're into. And I'd like to start because I have fallen for a specific game that is quite, quite good. And it is called Roki. This was in the Indie Direct, the little snow puzzler adventure. If you like Life is Strange, you might like Roki. Okay. It's I gotta not check it out. all that different. Obviously, it's not, you know... Uh, you don't have like that third person over the shoulder, that first person look, right? It's not that high of production. It's an indie. Mm-hmm. It's an indie style game that is similar to Life is Strange. It's very pretty. It's very flat, but it uses, it uses um, not just color, but like lighting really well. Okay. The sunshine almost has like this bloom effect. So a lot of times when you're walking uh, through the snow and stuff in the game, you'll walk through uh, like in, in the forest, you'll walk through patches of shade and your character gets really dark. And then when it comes back into the sunlight, you will see a very bright bloom type of effect on the character that I really like. It makes the game feel kind of warm, you know, like it just gives you that feeling of what it's like to mm-hmm. be there. Um, it's puzzly, right? So uh, more so than Life is Strange. You are going around, clicking all the things. You find the thing that take over to the left side of the area to find the thing to come all the way back to the right side of area. Uh, I did have to use a guide once. I got stuck last night for about 30 minutes. And oh, wow. I was like, I don't know what to do. I've tried everything on everything. And then uh, what I found out was there was a door all the way like stage right that I didn't even know was there. Um, and I don't so think there's some exploration too. Yeah. And the, and the areas are, um, I mean, for an indie game big, it's not like do all the things on this screen. You might find an item that is used three or four screens to the left. And then you'll mm. find an item over there that you'll come back and use all the way back over here. So, yeah, there's a lot more. And it kind of, you know, it unravels and starts to sprawl out from there. 
So what about it is like life is strange? Because what yeah. you're describing doesn't sound like life is strange. Um, I think it's just like, uh, well, first and foremost, the pacing and that whole like walk and click on everything. There's a dialogue for everything. Um, but it's a it's a Scandinavian like uh, fairy tale. From my understanding, I haven't, I haven't read any reviews, nor have I really dug into the game. I just, I thought it looked cool. It's a good indie game. So I bought it and I wanted to play it and I bought it. And I mean, I started playing it and it was like, oh, this is good. I'm enjoying this. Um, you play as a big sister who has a cute little brother who gets taken by a monster and you got to go find him. But in between all this, you learn that her mom's died. She's got to help out dad. You make dinner for the boy. You take the boy out to the outhouse. He's got to use the bathroom. You're kind of like this protector, and it just has a a life is strange esque feel in that like, way, uh, like a narrative driven yes story. Okay, yeah, it's right. it's very story heavy. It's not voice acted. It's a lot of you know. It's it's kind of the you know you'll read the line, but they'll do a little quip. You know, they'll mm-hmm. ah, you know, and they'll do that. Um, and it's is just it like oxen free. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, are there that choices? might be. That might be a better. Uh, that might be a better description. Yeah, are there yeah, yeah. choices in it? Decision making. I honestly don't know. I don't think so, but I don't remember. Okay. okay. If you don't <laughs> like, remember, then probably I, not. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. They, I'm sure at <laughs> some point you may have an option, but I'm not sure if it has any actual. Okay, but it's not meaning. part of. You yeah. Know, okay. Oxen free is actually a much better comparison in terms of describing what the game is kind of like. Okay. And then it has all this. Um, like I said, Scandinavian stuff that you'll learn about and words and stuff like that. And they talk about Jotuns and, and all the other things you'll be doing. And like I said, it gets very fairy tale-ish and there's a lot of things that start to happen. Um, I read a sled down a mountain that was like super fast. Cool. I threw Is pebbles Huga? at ravens. The so, Scandinavian word Huga? H-Y-G-G-E? I don't know. What's that for? Oh, that's like a, the warm, cozy feeling of happiness. In oh, maybe. Danish. Maybe there's a lot of stuff in there, and it made me think of you a lot while I was playing it. After oh. our discussion, there's a lot of stuff in there like that. There's a uh, trolls and all kinds. Oh, of I want to play this. There's now. a clock That's tower go on my list. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Like it's good. I and I played it both portably and on the dock, and it looks mm-hmm. great in both instances. It really looks good. Not that I mean, it's not doing anything. You know, it's not pushing graphics. Like it's a very flat, cartoony, you know, style like Oxenfree. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's better looking than Oxenfree. Cool. It's very vibrant and very bright, and it just yeah has a lot that it's doing, and it's there. I, I already t- look. I took like six screenshots. <laughs> like my first one took a lot. When yeah. I start taking screenshots, I'm into something. Like when I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to take this and start sharing with you people. You posted them on Twitter. I yeah. saw. That's when you know that Donnie likes a game. When you just start seeing random screenshots coming out, like Donnie's digging it. That's why he's taking mm-hmm. screenshots. He wants to share it with you because he's digging what he's playing. So I'm really enjoying Roki, which really stopped me from. Um, Diving all into the Red Lantern that released today, mm. but I did play it. I died okay. on two runs. Have you played it already, yet, Rebecca? I haven't yet. I downloaded it right before this because I was a little bit busy today. Sure. Um, but no, too. I we have talked about how there were, there were um, mixed reviews about Divisive it. Divisive reviews, and I think I understand why. Both of my runs that I died in, like I know why I died. I ran out of energy. I just don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. But isn't that the point of that genre of game? Like, you're not supposed to beat it on your first try. And then you, you go again and you get more resources and you learn from your mistakes. But I wanted, the, the, I wanted the hope that I could have if I had done something differently. Mm-hmm. But the game isn't really showing me what that differently thing there's is. There's no direction to yeah, it. Yeah, there's no... So here's yeah. the thing. I Okay. I've got, I've got some gripes with this game that don't even necessarily partake with the game. First and foremost, 
it took until today for me to get them to respond to Game Pass. Yeah, that was bad. That was so bad. They marketed this game a year ago that it was coming to Game Pass. I have asked them every week for the last four weeks if it was still coming to Game Pass, and they didn't answer me until today. Unreal. Um, So it's not coming to Game Pass. That's fine. And look, I'm not trying to harp them over that, right? But if it's not coming to Game Pass... Say it's not coming to Game Pass. So that you could have been playing it, you know, when as soon as it released, if you had wanted to. Exactly. Um, So when they said it wasn't coming to Game Pass, I bought the game because I've Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to play it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like the style. I like the puppers. Like Ashley Birch. Like all of this is good. I don't like that the game is on rails. It's on. It's fully on rails. Like you are not doing anything. And I don't think mm-hmm. they advertised that either. They made it seem like when you it was see the marketing. I yeah. thought I flow. was yeah. driving the sled, picking yeah. the best path through. You're not at all. You really just pick left or right at certain points in the game. Mm. And then you have these random encounters that you can choose to do something. Your dog might spot a squirrel or you might hear something in the bushes or something like that happen. And you can choose to check it out, go hunt that thing or run away. And then when you pass mile markers, you lose energy. So it's like the further you drive the animals, right, the more energy you have. The way that you recoup energy is stopping to camp and feeding yourself and the dogs and getting sleep. But here's the problem. I got to one instance where like a random encounter came up and was like, you should camp here. Do you want to camp? Yes or no. The second run that I was doing, I just ran out of energy because I never got that notice. Like, there's no button or command. Like, I can't go. I need to camp now. Like, there's oh. no option for mm. me to camp. So, you, you had to choose to sleep, I guess, at one of the stopping points. But, like, you wouldn't have known. Like, it's, Yeah, it's like, like you have to hunting. choose the right path or the right encounters or something for that option to even be available. Yeah. And it's random, too. Because it only happened to me the first run I camped. And I, then I ran out of energy. The second run... I never camped. Like, like it just, I just ran. I was, I was watching the energy blink red and I was like, I don't know what to do about it. What am I, I supposed you're to do? I die. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm sitting there. I'm like, the only thing you can do is you can lean right with one trigger. You can lean left with the trigger and then you can press the X button and look at the map. That's the only thing you can do until like, the game gives you a choice to make. Which mm-hmm. like, and then you would think like, cause if you were really out on this journey, like you would be able to pull over and take a rest if you wanted to, you know, you might not be able to hunt if there's no animals around, but I feel like that would be an option to do at any time. Yes. So <laughs> that obviously I've only played the game for a moment, so I'm not going to judge the game. Initial impressions. Not great. Like I was like, this is not what I wanted. It's not what I thought it was. <sighs> and what I see here. Not worth $25. That's so disappointing. We've been so looking forward to this game since the day it was announced. But there are people that have 9 out of 5 games, like nine yeah. 9.5 reviews. There are people that really. So here's the thing. When your team dies, you 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 basically it's a dream, and which is weird because you're driving. So so you just you just like gasp back in the truck. You're like, "Ah!" <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, you have the ability then to either pick a different dog team, oh. but you also, because like you have this knowledge, I guess, from your dream, you start the next run with maybe slightly more resources than you started the other run with. So maybe you have five bullets this time instead of four. And I just don't know much about that idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when it first happened, I was like, that's it. Like, there's no profound knowing of person or anything like that. I just, I don't know. 
I don't know, guys. And I, I'll get, I, I assume I'm gonna try it. We got like, hipster geek in the chat says Donnie getting disappointed by yet another game. I'm sorry. <laughs> Clearly, I'll get you play it. I like Roki. I think that if it, it kind of depends. I think on on your first couple playthroughs here, whether it's going to click or not. Yeah. Um, I'm not I, done I'm, with it. I'm going to keep playing. I've downloaded it. I've I've already bought it. I've downloaded. It. I'm going to give it a shot. Maybe um, after this, I'll I'll start it tonight. Um, just to, to try it out. I think, I don't know. Just know that you're not doing it's much. Not, I feel like they did not advertise it the, the you, right you're way. You're really only pressing a choice when the choice pops up. That's the game. Yeah. The game is, boom, here's a choice, and you make it. I thought there was going to be more exploring. and There's resource inventory. So when you can camp, you get to choose how much food you feed the dogs, how much food you feed yourself. You know, like, so when you camp, there's some resource management. I haven't got so far in the game where I just didn't feed everybody everything. Because, right. like, when I started, I didn't have much. So I'm just exhausting all of it from the get-go. Um, but, yeah, there's there's no there's no gameplay, I guess. What's the objective? Is it just to, going to out on end. expedition? Finish the race. To, to finish, oh, to reach the end. okay. To, to get to okay. the end. And you have a little map, and you kind of see how far you've gone. And how and, and is it like directional? Like you say, you go triggered or trigger left or right, and it corresponds to the map as well. Sort and everything of, yeah. Like that. If you tell yeah. them to go right, you know your little sled kind of veers that. But way. it's also on rails. Completely. Oh, okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's a little what's, weird. What's the point of veering? They never. T- there is none. <laughs> <laughs> you just get to do it while you're sledding. Oh. You just get to do it. Now, sense of direction. meeting the dogs was cool and they all have like a little personality and that's fun. We that. like that. Yeah, we like that. Right. I didn't use Slayer. Came across a dog named Slayer. He's black and he growled at me. I was like, you're not on my team. Go oh, away. that's a vicious dog. And then I Slayer, man. protected you from bears. Maybe. Mm, I came maybe. across another dog. I uh, forget its name, but it was so hyper and energetic, like, like Flea, that he had worn out a path in the snow in front of its thing. I was like, yeah, you're on the team. <laughs> and, then, and I did record this little video. Who knows why your team ran out of energy? He was too hyped up. <laughs> <laughs> too much hype. He ate hype. Um, I recorded a video of the other one, the other dog that I picked. Um, you walk up to the dog house. There was no dog in it. And you're like, so where's the dog? And then like poof out of the snow, it just appears. Aww. I was like, yeah, you're on That's the team adorable. too. <laughs> but even those instances aren't kind of like what I thought I – I don't know what I thought – I thought I was getting in some sort of narrative – I don't want to say Life is Strange, but a game kind of in that realm. Even I also the dog heard encounters are very short. I heard that you don't really even find out too much about the musher either. I thought they would get some more backstory about why is, she, why is she doing this. Yeah. What's her story? And I told you, my head canon is that it's sure. uh, Chloe Price, you know, going on this adventure. But like, I still would want to know, you know, why is she going on this journey? Why is this so important to her? Why, what, what is she hoping to gain out of all of this? And mm-hmm. you don't, you didn't get that from what you played so far. Done. And I read. Apparently, that a, you don't get that at all. I read that in a lot of reviews. I heard her say a name, Margot. She mentioned, you know, Margot back home yeah. or something like that. Okay. So, but yeah, I have not had enough monologue to piece it all together it's it's and that's the thing i was uh when i was saying about the dog encounters when you pick your team super shotgunned it's like you're driving down the road and she tells you she goes all right we've got seven stops and we have to pick five dogs which means that you can only skip two right that's what that means you've got to pick Mm -hmm. so many dogs and then it's like you walk up to the dog house and everyone looks the same it's like the same snow there's like a little different dog house and a different name right but it's a very the same thing 
And it's like, again, it's on rails. You don't walk up to the doghouse. It's not like a long walk where you're talking to yourself or anything. That's Literally, weird. you're 15 feet in front of the doghouse. You walk three steps. The dog pops out of somewhere. You get like one little thing about its personality, right? You're like, mm-hmm. you know, triggers a bit of a goof. And then you're like, do you want to join the team or not? And that's your decision. You can pet the dogs. You can pet the dogs. (laughs) Yes. No, I think, because this is a very, we know as a small studio, we know this is their first game, right? Sure. Um, So I know it's it's unreasonable to expect too much, but I don't know. I feel like it's hard to recommend the $25. Yeah, it's not what we we wanted it to be. Those reviews said that many people have made it through the end of the game in three hours. And I don't like, I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to tie that. Right. I don't mm-hmm. like to tie just game to play time to value, but $25 is a lot to ask for, I think, in this market. And three hours, I feel like, is kind of missing. That's a good Especially, three hours. Yeah. That's it. Right. It's not yeah. like, it's not like Firewatch hours. or something Either, where you're doing or this. Journey or Either something a like good, that. You're good on three rails. Hours. Or a replayable three hours. And it doesn't sound like it's either of those. Oh, man. Yeah. Rough. Well, We'll see. I'm going to I'm going to try to my impressions. Pun intended. Yes. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Rough. I'll give my impressions next week, but I hope, so, uh, I hope it looks with me. So I'm really liking Roki, guys. I'm going to keep playing Roki. <laughs> good. Roki's good. Um, Great. The other thing that I want to talk about is uh, people may not notice because you can't only see so many behind me, but today was new canvas day. So I got some new canvas prints to add to my wall. I took pictures mm-hmm. and put them on the Twitter. And I love Canvas Day. I've been wanting every t- every so often I'll find a game or three that I fall in love and I'll start stashing away like wallpapers that I eventually want to put on the wall somewhere. So my son, who now listens to the show, I can't talk about when I'm getting him for his presents anymore. Like <laughs> He now listens all the time. He corrected me after last week's show and he reminded me that we got like the the spinner or something in Hyrule Warriors when we used the Amiibo. He was like, uh-uh, you were wrong. We got the spinner. Okay. All right. Now listen here, kid. Okay, kid. <laughs> when's that going to be the... First of all, hi, Jack. Shout out to Jack. Um, when's he going to be a guest on the show? That's probably going to have to happen sooner than later. So he, <laughs> he's starting to watch the show. Um, he's starting to grow up. He's almost 10. And okay. um, for the last... I don't know. Since we lived in this house, we got him this bunk bed. A little twin bunk bed. And it had like a little dungeon underneath that we surrounded with like blankets and stuff and put all his toys in there. It was like his little hangout pit. But his room is small. It's the smallest room in the house. And uh, recently, he has been kind of inkling to 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 upgrade, to change his room. He wants to change things. So this past week, I have basically entered into agreement with Jack that I will give him some pres- Christmas presents early in the form of a new bed and some other things that he doesn't know, which I honestly can't tell you because <laughs> he <laughs> listens to his show. So since yesterday and today, I have been taking down beds moving furnitures we're getting everything out of the room we have we're steam cleaning his uh, carpet this week i painted all of his walls because his walls are filthy i repainted all of his walls he's down scrubbing the baseboards he's got Aww. all this manic energy he's so excited he's getting a futon we, we we gave him several options and when he discovered that there was a bed that could also be a couch that he could play video games on <laughs> he lost it and he is over the moon about this. That's I mean, awesome. it's all day. It's, it, last night he was clean until midnight. He woke up cleaning. Like this is his life's wow. mission right now. So getting back to the canvases, you know, I, I bought, I bought six new canvases today. I had to make room in my checkerboard wall here. So I took down several Pokemon, um, prints 
and I gave them to him. He has now started his own canvas wall and he already has plans for other canvases that he wants to ask for. And this is, this is going to be the Nintendo wall. He wants this to be the Zelda wall. He wants a Mario wall. And uh, he's telling all his friends. He's showing it. And he's like the coolest kid ever. (laughs) It it really, it's touching. Like as a dad, I'm just like, Oh my God, like this is so sweet and so adorable. And he's so into it. And, uh, and uh, I don't know, like, I want to say I'm proud of him, but I don't know reason why I just, I really like his energy and everything. And, uh, it's just, it's really, really cute to see, like, uh, obviously myself rubbing off on him somewhat. He took down all of his posters. We had all these posters from GameStop and stuff we collected over the years. Mm-hmm. He's like, these aren't good. I need, like, artful you prints need- and pra- frames. Like, so he's very much, like, picking up where I am in the basement. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It needs to be good. I don't want this trash. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it amazing. is, uh, it's blowing my mind. It's absolutely blowing my mind. So uh, I don't think I'm done buying canvases, even though I'm completely out of room down here. I don't think I'm done. I think we'll continue <laughs> to keep adding canvases to the house at some point. But uh, yeah, so he's going to have a little futon and some other things. We're going to kind of rearrange his room and everything. And I'll take a picture when it's done. But I posted a picture earlier of like just this mattress on the floor and everything, which was also funny and, and kind of cute because he knows he knows a little bit about about my, like my upbringing. Like I took him back to where I'm from and, you know, he's heard mm-hmm. stories and stuff from family. So he asked me, he's like, uh, so dad, like, uh, did you always like sleep with like a mattress on the floor? I was like, yeah, I did for years. I thought that's what a bed was. <laughs> like that was a bed. I didn't have furniture. Sure as hell didn't have my own futon, which <laughs> by the way, are like super trendy or something because Apparently, they ain't yeah. cheap as they used to be. I used wow. to be able to get a, a futon from Walmart for like a hundred bucks. And uh, now if you want a good futon, yeah, if you want a good, like they make like, like, I don't, I want to say like designer or something. They make like, good frames that people are talking about like if you want a futon mm. get this don't get that garbage and something it, okay. it was a little tougher to shop for than i remember but get something comfortable yeah all we did and i want and that's sure. what i told Melissa. i didn't want to get just some junk that he's going to break in a year and that's not gonna do us any good like if this is gonna because obviously this isn't just his bed for now this is bed for the many years to come so a bigger size bed you know it's a full-size bed and good mattress and all that. So, so we don't have to worry about it for years. And then hopefully mm-hmm. if he takes care of it, you take it to college with him or whatever, you know, too. So it's not that far away. Um, so anyway, that was a little anecdote that I, that I posted the the picture about just, I just wanted to share the canvas stuff. And, and I think it is cute. And I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. His room is going to be completely different when we're done with it by uh, next week. That's really cool. Awesome. You, you got to take pictures. Yeah, I'll take some pictures. Definitely, I'll take some pictures. Okay. He's only got three now. Canvas wall for sure. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's only got three now, and he's he was looking at. It, he was like, I think we can get nine. Like he's starting to count out squares, <laughs> measuring, getting out the tape measure. <laughs> he's like, we like, get what another game one. Can I put on that wall? Yeah, he's like, we can get another one up here, and then like maybe one more down here if my bed doesn't block it. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of housework and stuff, you know. So I haven't I haven't gamed as much as I want to, and actually, it's not necessarily games. It's really stopping me from the decade of horror stuff. I haven't watched nearly as many movies as I wanted to or should have mm. for the show that records in like forty eight hours. It's not good. <laughs> not a good start. I gotta I gotta really start start crushing some some movies here soon. But uh, that's it for me for the week. So what about you, Rebecca? So on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I spent a lot of my time playing and reviewing Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Mm-hmm. And we were talking yeah. about what we thought it would be last time, um, but I did play it. Uh, my review is out. You can go on to Infinite and see my my full review. Um, 
it's a really good product for the right people with the right space. It's definitely not the right product for everybody. Um, in my review, I talk about you really need um, very specific space because if it's too small or cramped of a space, you're not going to have enough room to use the gates. Remember, we talked about the gates, how you need to use exactly four. You can't use any, you know, fewer or what more. What if you put that. all four of them like right next to each other in a line? You can, but it. it's, it's, it's not going to work well because um, in the actual, you would do that like in the time trials when you can customize the gates, but for the homes, uh, for the, uh, like the actual circuits, the Grand Prix is what I'm yeah. thinking of. Um, each gate will be a specific thing. You know how some of them will have boxes where you get the items out of, some of them mm -hmm. will have boosts, some of them will have like little magnets pulling you. Um, each gate has a different like power up attached to it. So if you put them right in a row, that's going to make you. your race not that good of an experience because sure. you're going to be zooming around everywhere. Um, so if you have too small or cramped of a space, it's obviously not going to work out well. If you have too large of a space and you're trying to loop it through several rooms behind walls, it's not going to work because you're going to lose connection unless you're mm. following it with your switch. Um, so even if you have wide, you know, large, large amount of space through rooms, might not also work. Um, it does work on carpet, but it doesn't work super well on carpet. It's like very bumpy ride, um, unless it's like very, very flat. Um, How about the video? Are you running into any skips or artifacting? I saw that in several reviews. It's not the highest quality camera, but it, it works well enough. It definitely picks up the gates well. It picks up those arrow screens. Like it lights that up. Like it actually makes it so that you could, you definitely see it. Um, I was putting amiibos lining my, um, my like raceway that I had made. Oh, cool. It was a little bit hard to see them. Like it's kind of like a, um, a blurry, like muddied look a little bit too mm -hmm. much. You don't have like the exact right lighting. My room was pretty well lit, but it was still a little bit hard to see. But the camera, I feel like for the price that the camera is on it no, is fine. Is there no way to customize like the exposure, the brightness in the room or anything? Not that I've seen, no. Okay. No, you can't change the camera. I, I didn't see anything like that in the settings. Um so the tech part of it is good. And the game really does have a lot of content built in. There's 24 courses in the Grand Prix that are unlocked from the start. Um, so it's different themes like um, like the the Cheap Cheap Beach is like mm -hmm. kind of more underwater themed. There's like the desert theme. There's a, its own version of Rainbow Road, um, like a construction type of theme. Um, so there is a lot of content in that regard. And there's a lot of unlockables too. You can unlock radio stations, cart customizations, uh, outfits for Mario or Luigi, um, different environments to use. So there's a lot of both, you know, come out of the box content and unlockable mm -hmm. content. So in that regard, it's, it's really good. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the exact uh, setup yeah, it doesn't work for you. it, um, you're, I mean, you're going like, to have a hard time coming up with a course. That's no different than VR, really, right? Like VR mm -hmm. doesn't work for everybody. Um, how long did it take for you to set up what you would consider a good course? That's the other thing, because my first when I first set it up, I just kind of did like a loop in a circle and it was, it was fine. It was fun. It was just kind of getting it set up. But the course wasn't really anything all that interesting. Um, then the second time when I was setting up better course, I probably spent about 30 minutes like lining up everything and it still wasn't as good as it could have been. Um, it was just kind of making a more elaborate pathway with my talk about load times. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing, because. The only the thing whole about it is I was okay with setting that up and, and you know, having well, that's fun, the fun with part. Yeah, that's a fun part. Or whatever I did with mm -hmm. it, and I had to take it down. But the only thing is, I feel like I'm not super motivated to go set all of that up again to go play it. 
Um, And I feel like kids will be that way too. Um, You know, the kids might be excited to set up the first time. Next time, are they really going to go out and build all of this again? This thing that's going to take them 30 an hour. That's a big part of why I, why I passed on pre-ordering. Like I I had, I've had all the VRs. I've had the Oculus. I had the PlayStation VR. When I got both of them, the first day, the first week we got them, my kids played them nonstop. Victoria loves those dance Beat Saber things. Mm-hmm. That's her like her favorite stuff. After a week, they just sat there. Yeah, I had an Oculus in its case for like two months, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why do I have this? <laughs> Nobody's playing it. Why do I have this?" And I could only imagine that this would be the same exact thing. Because doing it the first time, the novelty of it is very fun. I felt very excited to set it all up. They make you take a little picture of yourself for a driver's license. Um, it's cool. Um, I I think the social aspects of this outweigh the actual. But like, then there's a downfall with that, too, because there's not the two carts that come in the box. And yeah. I think that's a huge downfall, because when you think of Mario Kart, you think of multiplayer with friends, yep. family, whoever. Yeah, race with one another, yeah. yeah. And totally. you know, to, to Mario Kart by themselves. one player out of the box is so disappointing. Even if it, you know, it's just, I think it really would benefit from coming with two in the box and maybe being that's able to switch play. Light. You know, Basically. That's a system. I don't know. Yeah. I know. Oof. I know. It really is. Um, so that part's disappointing. And I do wish that, you know, I had set up this really awesome course. Mm-hmm. I wish somehow that they made it so that you could kind of do a drive-by recording of it and it would save it. Maybe you could save up to three courses and then maybe not be able to play it with the the actual physical cart next time you want to play it. Maybe you just play it on your Switch, which wouldn't be as cool, but at least if you made this cool, awesome course... You could relive it. You could relive it, yeah. you know, mm. on your screen, yeah. on the video, record it. Maybe you can't go too far out of bounds because you didn't record that, but you would you would be able to preserve what you built. Yeah, as long as you stayed within mm-hmm. the boundaries of the of the course, the course. lines. Like mm-hmm. they already have the video, just let you play with it. But I guess they would have to like start and stop the video as you were playing and progressing with your cart. And I mean I guess that does sound pretty hard. But it I would be but I agree with you because yeah, it's disappointing. I was thinking that it would at least be nice to save the video so you could go back and look at it. Because what I was, I was worried watching, yeah, yeah the, at least what I was concerned with about this game is you make a really awesome design but how many times do you want to play the same course over and over again? The very few, like even a Mario it's Kart like now. Twice it's at like, max. Yeah, yeah, exactly. After you do two or three runs, okay, it's time to play a different course. Yeah. So you change the course and you do that nine times. And out of those nine times, you realize that that second one was your favorite one. But how exactly did we set that one up? I don't remember. You know, like it would be cool if you had that ability to be like, let's go remember. Oh, that's right. We put this here. We mm-hmm. put that there. Yeah, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you encounter any like animal hair issues? No, because I don't have pets anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> but I can imagine. So um, there is like the tires do get like a little bit dirty, like on the floor. So I can imagine that that could happen. It doesn't seem like it would be too hard to to clean off if that did happen. Um, the review that I'm referring to was um, IGN's review. Uh, yeah, I remember IGN's yeah, review. Yeah, she had too. several cats yeah. and stuff. And she mentioned that she had to, I think it was Janet, right? She had yeah. to pop the wheels off and pull Literally the hairs the- out of yeah. the axle because the, the car stopped working. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a huge, that was probably the straw that broke my camel's back because mm-hmm. I have all the animals. I was like, well, this just won't work here. <laughs> we are just not the people. <laughs> I have I have another question. How does like the AR kind of stuff, like how does it blend with like the course you made? Is it pretty well 
put together when you put obstructions in there or it's ramps not- or anything? Yeah, um, so I didn't really do anything like ramps or tunnels or anything, but okay. it, um, it mostly only reads it on or around the gates. So when you're doing one of the Grand Prix, you have the, um, I think it's like four of the Koopalings who are racing mm-hmm. you. Um, so they kind of go around and stuff. Um, they will clip through walls. If you get stuck, it doesn't matter. Oh, they'll wow, yeah. go through the walls. They, they don't really care. They don't really follow the actual path. <laughs> um, so they'll they'll never get stuck. Um, you can kind of go through there as well. Like, uh, I'm sorry, through the, um, like past them, Mm -hmm. going around them, you can just kind of go through them. Um, so they don't really bother you. Um, then like you drop things like bananas and stuff. Those just kind of go on top. It's like, kind of like imagine a filter on a picture. It's on top of it. It's not really like smart technology. How does it look? Does it look real flat? Does it look nice? Is it like a model? It looks nice. So um, the one screenshot that I did post on uh, my review has Cheap Cheap Beach. So you can kind of see like most of the animations are around each of the gates because that's what it reads. Yeah, so like be, like little fish swimming by the gates and stuff like that. And that's where most of the hazards are too. Um, when you come across like hazards on the courses. The grand, the 24 Grand Prix courses are pretty good. Like those do change up your course enough um, because you're experiencing different things within them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. It's the same like layout every time. Hipster Got pop it. geek in the chat once he says that, uh, he noticed the computer carts don't follow the tra- track. No, well. they don't. They don't follow the track. They, um, well, they will That's go through walls. Good. They just, they just go. <laughs> I was going to ask, so eat. like if your cat or something walks in front of them, do they get stopped or they just, no, keep- no. okay. They they'll keep going. Yeah. Look through everything. They do not. The only times that they spin out are like, if you hit them with a banana or a shell or something. Yeah, That's I was weird. thinking... They don't you, really pay attention to the environment. Yeah, there's no interactivity with the image of that camera with the AR. There's just no. probably yeah, it's nothing. Not like smart technology like that, no. It, it's assuming like the bots are probably on a flat plane with the camera. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. Like if you go up a ramp, probably, like the Koopas will probably like jump up. Like where, where the plane yeah, is. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's this cool. in the Red Lantern is doing for me? Mm-hmm. Making it more likely I'm going to play Crown Tundra because I got nothing else. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't know what else That's- I'm going to play. <laughs> you go into resort to that. No, but again, like I would, for the right people with the right space, this is a good game. The technology does work. I didn't really experience any glitches or problems except for if I went too far or went behind. It did go behind a wall and it worked okay, but if it was behind like two walls, it doesn't work. Um, you think it's if- worth the price? Like, would you recommend it to somebody that's asking if they need to spend $100? If you know you're going to play it more than once or twice, yeah, it could be. For an um, only child, if yes. If you're going to play it once, or, or kids, yeah, only only child or kids who, who can share really well. Um, I think it could be a good Christmas present if you think that they're going to play it, you know, more than just once. Um, it, it made me, more than anything, want a new traditional Mario Kart on the Switch. Because as soon as I finished playing that, I'm like, you know what? I, I can boot up Mario Kart 8 right now. Like, this sounds like a good yeah, time. Yeah, we've all played that into death. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm ready for a new Mario Kart. Like, let's get a real mm-hmm. legit yeah. Mario Kart. Full-on yeah. multiplayer, all the online stuff, Black Fort, all the things. Because mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8 is incredible. But it's battle mode blows. I don't even know. Yeah, I didn't even play the it's battle not mode, good. probably. It's not good. Yeah. I have fun with the battle mode. It's just all old now. I feel like I played it to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've been playing it for what? Eight years. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have like, I've only played Mario Kart 8 for two years. Well, 
You add the five Wii U years to that, and that's how long I've been playing Mario <laughs> Kart 8. Like, I've been playing Mario Kart 8 forever. Look here. We have Jeros who says, Rebecca, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe PSVG Tournament. We've we done, like, that, 12 yeah. of those. We've done a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think every time anybody says Mario Kart, and the, the funny thing is, we always have people. We've mm-hmm. never not had people when we've done a Mario Kart tournament. Um, I should do another one. I'd be open to it, but like, I, I'm not like, that doesn't really excite me. And I can tell you this. Let's just do it among us. We have again. a lot, we have a lot of games coming out in about 20 ish days. And once those games coming out, I'm not stopping anything to play Mario Kart. <laughs> Gonna be bad. No thanks. I'll be out of it. So we have to wait. Until after Age of Calamity and the other games come out a little bit to do a Mario Kart 8 tournament. Maybe Christmas. Maybe Christmas we'll do a, a kart tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only other thing that I've been playing besides Mario Kart Live is I beat Earthworm Jim. I started it last week. Um, tough as nails game. Super quirky. Super crude humor. Um, I did beat it. I used save states. I used cheat codes for infinite <laughs> lives. I don't care. I would never have beat it without that. Um, it's a funny game. I like how um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, back then, I think the games are, are meant to be very hard. Um, I liked how in the first level you launch a cow to get through one of the obstacles. It's like the first thing that you do in the game. Like you have to drop the thing on, on the cow to get through and it launches it. I'm like, okay, that's super random. At the very end of the game, after you beat the final boss and you see princess, her name's princess. What's her name? Making fun of like all the princesses <laughs> you have to save in video games. Um, you see her and you're like about to go like rescue her. And then a cow comes and crushes her to death. So it's the cow that you launched in the first level crushes her nice i i don't know i think that humor is is kind of funny (laughs) (laughs) i liked it um hard levels but some of them were very um uh like uh the gimmicks to them were really fun (laughs) like that submarine level was very hard but then there was like an escort mission where you got to save the puppy from falling into the the like traps and stuff like that um, so I'm glad that I played it. It was a good experience just to kind of see like what what Earthworm Jim was all about. When was this made? Mid 90s? 94, I think. 94. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a different time back then. They're very different <laughs> time. You know, there's some things that you probably wouldn't be able to do in games now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what I've been up to. Uh, I'll be very quick. Um, first off, Genshin Impact. Um, I'm I'm still I'm playing it every day. And I'm playing hours on end. I, I don't know when to stop. Lots of people are. You, you posted that thing that's getting getting a lots of lots of coverage. Yeah, lots of coverage on mobile and also the streamers. Like I watch Lizabelle and then a popular streamer, like just just back and forth, just like watching other people play it on raids and stuff like that. I've gotten to the point where I haven't finished the story. Do you but think I they should time. have to pay Genshin Impact to stream the game? Oh my gosh, that was a big that thing. Was- <laughs> Can you believe that? Let me tell you, sir. <laughs> Good job, studio uh, developer. That's going to oh. go well for your platform. Co- creative director for a random studio that works for Google Stadia. I, I think love- that's what it is. Yeah. Not only streamers were ripping him, but developers were ripping him too. Basically, everybody was. That's that's a it's really like, bad take. That's a really yeah. I, I, I understand like, like kind of the point he's trying to make, but it doesn't apply. To streaming has been such a boon. To video games this generation there's a reason it's why marketing. year over year over year we have more consoles sold more games sold more players than we've ever had before you don't think streaming and esports have been a big part of that i think they go hand in hand 
Among mm. Us developers are thrilled that their game yes. was. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it was like, we we canceling this sequel? Let's just support yeah, this There's a reason why now. publishers and marketers pay streamers to play their games, to mm-hmm. show it to other people. Yeah, yeah. this is a bit, mm-hmm. big part of the business to even have that take is... It's just missing the forest for the trees. It's like the juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's like, I, I like your little, um, you know, like. Off-putting take there. Yeah, like your little, That's like. Trying gonna, to make sense. I'm going to fight for the justice, but it's like there are f- much bigger injustices to be worth <laughs> for the developers than this. Yeah, it was, that's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm sure the Genshin Impact developers, they, they don't mind people playing it free. I know they pay stream. people to play. That, that oh, first, they pay, that first oh, beta sure. test, yeah, they were paying people to play it. And I think a lot of people enjoyed it. That's good. Um, I'm playing many different characters and different parties and different setups. I've gotten to the point where I just do daily challenges. So you just go around the map and you just do these challenges, whether it's like you help a boy, you know, feed ducks some wheat or like you kill a bunch of monsters or there's different challenges to each of these like uh, missions too, where there could be a time limit. And this time limit depends on how much monsters you kill as well. You can rack up uh, up to a certain time and that, that keeps you on your toes very fast. Um, but other than that, I haven't finished the story yet because your, your rank needs to be so high, um, to, to go to the next mission. And Rebecca's laughing and I don't know why, <laughs> but anyways, keep going. Genshin, Genshin Impact is good. I, I can't wait. It comes out on switch and hopefully it's cross save. Um, and I'll leave it at that. I'm just obsessed with it right now. I'm not paying for stuff, but I'm, I'm tempted to like, Hey, I'm pay $5 to, Get a pack or something. Don't you like that? I feel good about that when I. I feel like that's fine to do. Yeah, like when a game really gets you and you're enjoying it, it's like pay that forward. Let them know. Yeah. I want to finish the game first or the story. I want. How much have you put into this game overall? Uh, probably since now, maybe like twelve hours, thirteen hours. Money. Oh, money? No, zero, zero dollars. Give them some money. You've played it for twelve hours. I'm gonna wait till I finish the story. No, don't beat their whole game going. and then decide not to give them any money. Let they them just, have some money, and then they just released a brand new character who is—it's this little girl, this little child, just throwing firebombs, and it's super. This adorable. is who the Google Studio guys should be mad at. They should be mad at Garrett, not the streamers of the stream the <laughs> game. Hey, that's that's how the scheme works. The gacha scheme works. They don't true. get me, but they get a lot of other people. Isn't it those um, gacha models? They. Um, they only get like 1% of people to pay, but those 1% pay a the lot. The 1% typically pay like 80% of the revenue. And it is yeah. like those those mm-hmm. die hard. They call them like whales, like those folks mm-hmm. that really drop lots. I know Fire Emblem was big on that. that it's really a close yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because people are playing it on mobile too, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people on mobile that are going to pay hundreds of dollars. That's like, insane. And they don't even know it. It's it's like it's like I'm well, always, this is the that's only- why I'm scared to get into a game like that because it's like I'm never gonna pay you that much. I'm not gonna keep paying. Those are the people that only play that game, though, right? It's like, oh, I'm really into this one game. I'm not into video games normally, but sure. I'm into this game, yeah. and I'm gonna pay it for whatever amount and and get, you know, yep, good stuff. But anyways, other than that, I've started Luigi's Mansion Three. Yes, and um, so I played Dark Moon earlier this year. Um, it was good. It was just, uh, it was kind of actually hard on my hands because you, ha- you have to move a lot with the thumbstick and everything. It's not the best on my hands with the 3DS. But this game, oh, it's improved in every way uh, compared to Dark Moon. Um, so I honestly, love- it's kind of a letdown that's called Luigi's Mansion 3 and not like something else because this is the definitive 
Luigi's yeah. Mansion game. It's like Pikmin 3. It's like those other games don't shouldn't even exist now. Like this mm-hmm. game is that so much good. Like this is Luigi's Mansion. Play this. Yeah, I, I feel like the previous game is it's just like, okay, it's it's 3DS. It's, you know, the Gyre's Cup is a little inaccurate. You know, there's some... Yeah. It just it's just lesser quality of life yeah, things, and then and here true. they, oh they they just improved in every way. So I think what I love about it now is still keeps that core of Luigi's Mansion though, right? Yep. You go through the story, you try to save Mario and Princess Peach and Toad and King Boo. It's a direct sequel, so and King you're terrified. Boo is you get the yeah, cute I, little charming Luigi's. <laughs> I love Luigi. It's man. so he, cute. It's adorable. Is that each time he makes a sound, it's like, oh my gosh, he's so what? scared of this. And it, yeah. <laughs> I love when he's celebrating, he's like, Luigi. <laughs> he was like, grabs like an elevator button, and like, this is awesome. I like the premise of the, the level setup where it is a hotel, and like, it's not really linear as well. Um, it's you go through like certain floors randomly, and I've only gone through the first five floors, so it's still pretty linear because it takes you floor to floor and there's kind of a main mission but there's also gems to go to and try to try to get the extra things i love the extra puzzles because they're very subtle right there it's not really noticeable of grabbing like a gem there's one where i went into a room and then it's scary luigi but it like flashed like a target board like like this random target board i'm like well, that's interesting. I wonder what I need to do with that. I try to do the plumber thing technique. It's like, ah, oh, that, that ain't working. And then I just found a sword in the back of the room. I'm like, oh, let's, let's, sword? Uh, yeah, like this Luigi big has a sword. Yeah, he sucks it in in his vacuum, his, his little, I don't Wait know. Wait till you get the saw. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Luigi's <laughs> <laughs> like, right. 3 is dope, guys. I, I say it a long time. It's great. And, and you just blow that sword in that board and it's like all right here's a gym i'm like wait what <laughs> it's, it's like those kinds of things that it's like okay i really need to get every gym because i i really need to get into room each and every room suck everything up and interact with everything it's so i i think that's really cool about this game too it's so interactive in the environment you can literally pick up every single object in that room you can suck it into your little vacuum if you want um and and that's how i play games too I like to go in each and every room, make sure I'm doing everything that I can in that room. And if I can't figure it out, I was like, all right, I'll probably get back to it later. Uh, there is I, a lot of returning. Yeah. You will return to several floors. You have to before you finish. Sounds good. I, I love that type of style. You'll come back with new equipment, new gear, and do other things. Oh, man. And I love Guiji too. That's yep. a nice addition. It's a very cool mechanic. Um, I just got to the floor. You play co-op? And I haven't played co-op yet. I... I don't know who to play with. You, you want to play co-op with me? Your girlfriend? Well, can I? So can I play it? Well, he, she doesn't have a Nintendo Switch Online account. You can play local co-op with Guiji. Well, she's not here. She we're, we're long distance. Oh, I thought she was there. Didn't we just see so, her last week? <laughs> All right. We'll not get into that. But okay. no, she we're we're long distance. Like I right got you. Now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry She'll to throw your back. business out there, but you're like, it's long distance. Like, wait a minute. I just saw her. <laughs> I mean, I was there last week or no, two weeks ago. So. Um, but, but, yeah, but yeah, that's Jack and I played um, several levels together, just local co-op, and it was a blast. Cool. Great. Um, yeah. I can't wait to play more. They have sure. um, local co-op, like multiplayer, like mini games, like Mario Party stuff that you can do. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the uh, scare scraper scream tower or whatever they call it, where it's like yeah. the battle thing. It's like a horde. You just keep going and going as far as you can. Um, I really liked it. 
And I really love this game. And I think people, I was tweeting about it uh, when you tweeted about it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I love this game so much more than, you know, I think I, I let on or people let on. And somebody was like, do you think it's better than Mario Odyssey? I was like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's way better. I, I seriously, not trying to exaggerate, I think Luigi's Mansion 3 is top top five game on Switch. It's fantastic. I played Luigi's Mansion 1, but I, I it was fine. I didn't really like it that much. But from what I've heard, this is so much better. It's it, it's nothing like probably the first yeah. one okay. and, and dark moon is better than the first one. And then this one is just like, Oh, let's take it all the way up. It's very high quality. And I love doing it on a pro controller too. When I was facing the ghost, I'm like, thank God my hands don't hurt at all. When I'm trying to like, like put my thumb everywhere uh, to, to whack these ghosts. So good uh, boss battles, lots of, yeah, variation on how you will attack them and how they kind of mix up your controls you know a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. trigger combos and things like that that you're doing it's just it's good yeah and that's pretty much it mm-hmm. cool um before we move on to the news i do have um see here yard and angel says quick phoenix rising demo thoughts i did play uh phoenix rising immortals phoenix rising today on stadia they have a free demo exclusive there i liked it it is breath of the wild i jumped off a cliff i glided all the way down i fought some dudes when i was down there it's a very colorful like more vibrant um breath of the wild type adventure game so i'm very excited for it i've already had it pre-ordered the narrative is so much like jokey and fourth wall and self-deprecative than I ever expected it to be. Zeus that. starts like telling a story, but it's completely wrong. And the dude's like, mm-hmm. you can't just start saying stuff. He's like, do whatever I want. Like, I just didn't expect it to be so comical. Like, I thought it would be, you know, it's cartoony and it's probably aimed. At, I thought it would be some of it, but there's, it's like really that a lot. Like, at least in the demo, it's like right off the bat. I was like, oh, wow. I expected the game to have more of a like, um, Greek mythology, like education yeah. type aspect, not just like a, you know, I was thinking more of like a Hercules, like, you know, kind of have yeah. some funny moments of characters, but the story itself would be kind of the same. Um, but I'm not sure if that's the case. Like this, this mm. might just be like kind of a mockumentary type of deal. Um, but mm. I liked it. I liked it. What I played on Stadia, my Stadia, um, experience wasn't like super smooth today, but, but the game itself was good. So I'm looking forward to playing it. Cool. Still don't know how it's going to transfer to Switch. Like, not conv- like can not, it run yeah not convinced from the demo that it's going to be a great experience on switch i think it'll be okay i think it'll be okay ubisoft's a good developer but mm-hmm. yeah okay so let's get into our news block and let's start with uh today's story for the very first time fire emblem shadow dragon and blade of light head to the west now these this was the first fire emblem game that came out on nes in 1990 and uh, you can you can expect to buy these for six bucks digitally for a limited time. You can buy them up until March 31st. Does that like, date sound familiar to anybody? I don't just, know. Just like those Mario <laughs> games. Um, this is the first time the title will ever be released outside of Japan. Now, uh, they did cover some some cool things that they're doing with it. You got bookmarks. You can rewind turns. Mm-hmm. You can control the speed of the player and the CPU. So you're getting some modern enhancements. It's not just a ROM dump. Uh, when they first started, I actually thought it was a Nintendo Switch Online announcement. I was like, oh, it's yeah. cool. They're going to add this to Nintendo Switch Online. And then they started talking about all the other stuff they're doing. Um, a special anniversary edition was also announced for $50. And it mm-hmm. will include a mini Nintendo Power Cover, an art book, a replica game case with an instruction manual, an NES cartridge art piece. It's like a like an acrylic, like an acrylic NES cartridge with a sticker mm-hmm. on it, and a sleeve, and a digital download of the game. The collection yeah. looks so good. I thought I so. 
until I realized it didn't come with the game. Comes with a like digital a physical co- version yeah, of the I game. Was, I was really upset they didn't come with a cart. Comes with other cool stuff. It's not, yeah, yeah. I, I know Garrett already. Yeah, we've already had this argument. I, <laughs> Pre-ordered I, on I'm GameStop not. today. I don't see anything wrong with it. I I'm, mean, I'm, it's I'm what are they going to put like a two like a point zero zero two gig game on a cart? Yeah, like, thirty bags. Yeah, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about that. Like, put it on a cart because that's that I'm not a silly. collector, but like I have all of my Fire Emblem games. I want this eh. to be with them. I want a physical copy of the game. Well, you have the... Hmm. Why are you making all this stuff a about repli- it? You get the replica game box. Why are you making an, acry- an acrylic NES trophy thing and not just a cart of the game? Oh, it's... Uh, I don't I like don't it. Know. I don't like okay. it. That's, I don't, that's fair. I that's don't fair. like it. I don't like that I don't have a copy of the game. And I also, don't, to be honest, I don't like that it's $50. I think $50 mm. is a lot to offer for like... This is what I amounted to. Look, I think the art book looks cool and the whole package has a nice look to it. So I'm not trying to be too mean on it. But to be honest with you, this looks like stuff that they would hand out at like a conference. This is like oh, swag I gotta bag I got to go see material. what I paid for the Stardew Valley Collector's Edition that's so, coming. Because I thought that was kind of cheap, to be honest with you. I thought that was a I, good price for it. So, Donnie, I'm going to have to disagree with you on promotional I swag. I, I don't think it's promotional swag. I think it looks high quality. Uh, from saying, I, I don't really care actually much about the acrylic. I like more about the Nintendo Power cover, the box, the game box itself looks really cool. That, and then, I think and, I, I like my and the like art the books. And I think I, as as a collector, my I, I'm not much of a collector, and so when I think of owning physical games, I don't really care. So when I buy collector's editions out there, if it's just a digital copy, I'm like. Well, that's better for me because I don't have to put a, a freaking game cartridge in my Switch. I'm fine that's with that. The, then that, I wish that's the uh, me, though. then I wish the mm-hmm. I wish the the package had a little bit more to it. Because here's the thing, mm-hmm. um, for me, and I can only speak for myself, right? I'm not making an opinion for others; just my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the type of person who I buy all my Fire Emblem games. I have totally sold so many of these art books and things that come in these packages that mm-hmm. I don't care about because I'm never going to use them. Right? I'm not going to sit down and look at art of a of an 8-bit Fire Emblem game that came out 30 years ago. Like, it's just not me. Like, yeah. look, like, I may look at it once, right? When I get it, I'll take it out of the box, look at it one time, and then what's it going to do with it? It's going to go on the shelf and sit there for years. So I usually sell all that stuff off because I usually want the game and, like, the steel book or, like, maybe they come with a cool figure or something. Like, I want that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here mm-hmm. for the poster and the little art pieces and the postcards they put in there. Or what was the other Fire Emblem game that came with a Fire Emblem Warrior Special Edition came with, like, gigantic cards they're like super sized <laughs> versions of cards like what the hell am i gonna do with this what is anybody mm-hmm. doing with this and i'm sure somebody out there has them on display of course i'm not taking yeah. anything away from you it's just it has no value to me so here's the thing i've bought every fire Emblem special edition when this first was announced when i first saw the tweet i posted the scream emoji face a bunch because i was like oh my god i'm gonna buy this it's gonna have a cartridge like every other one when i really mm-hmm. didn't have the cartridge that's basically when I told myself, I was like, all right, you can't just buy everything that Nintendo tells you to. At yeah. some point, you got to make some, you know, some actual purchase decision with some logic behind it. And yeah, this is one I'm not going to do. Am I going to get the game? Yeah, I will. Digitally for mm-hmm. six bucks. And um, I think that's interesting. Um, I'm really excited the fact that it's the first Fire Emblem game. I'm not really excited to go play it. I can't imagine that I'm going to have like a like a, what I overwhelming, what I would consider like a great experience just because of the age of the yeah. game. Like I got into Fire Emblem GameCube. So my knowledge of Fire Emblem is like very current. You know, it's 3D. I played it on Wii. My favorite one was on 3DS. That's And 3DS is really when I became what I would say a Fire Emblem fan. I never pre-ordered a Fire Emblem game until 3DS. 
right? So even I played them on Wii and I played them on GameCube, I just played them. I just picked them up in the store and started playing them. I wasn't like, in 2008, I would never have told you I'm a Fire Emblem fan. I would have been like, oh, yeah, I played that. But yeah, now yeah. I am a Fire Emblem fan. You know, like I, I would say that now. So I think it's cool. Um, I do think it's cool. I'm not necessarily sure that it, like, should it go just go on Nintendo Switch Online? That's uh, that's another thing too. They I think can make it a couple been. extra bucks for it. It's an anniversary, put, and they put the bells and whistles on it. Like they, they didn't did. have to mm. go back and localize it. You know the translation for it. They didn't have to. Didn't they make all the? You said they were doing the like the bookmarks, the rewinds, yep. and, and things like that. Yeah. Do you um, think they could have gotten more subscriptions with it? Probably not. Mm. Probably not. Yeah, I, I think the you. people who are going to be into this already have Nintendo Switch Online. I agree. Yeah. Now, I think it, um, they're limiting this, and then I think months or a year later or something, Maybe. I think they'll stick it on. I think it's online. immediately. I think it's. Oh, I think it's immediately right April after. 1st. Yeah. Could April you 1st. imagine paying like, for it on March thirty first and then having it be free on Switch Online the next day? That would be. That would suck. Yeah, I, I I could totally see that going, but I don't think anybody's gonna be buying it on March thirty first. I mean, you're gonna buy it. Somebody, some I think a lot of people would. scrolling you on think the a lot of people might. would a lot because when, if you're gonna, gonna buy this game, it's you're gonna the buy last it. day. Oh my god, it's March thirty first. It's gonna oh, end. I gotta go buy yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, good point. That's exactly what I was good thinking. point. <laughs> good point. I didn't think about that. I was thinking if you're wanting to buy this game, you're gonna buy it now. Like you're gonna buy it sooner than you're not gonna buy it. Like then you're gonna buy it now. But you're right. You're right. Somebody will do a thing about. How it's going away, and there will be people yeah. buy it. That's it's like touche. oh, it's six bucks. Let's touche. let's just go for it. Um, this, uh, we had a question. Mister Pig wanted to know what are our thoughts on the whole limited time thing. It seems that they're doing this more frequently. We now have uh, Mario All Stars, Mario Thirty Five, and now Fire Emblem. Three things that are our limited time releases. This sucks. This it is, really sucks. This is Nintendo doing stuff that I don't like them doing. And they get away with it because they're Nintendo, but I don't necessarily think it's because they're Nintendo because I could see other people doing this too. I don't think it's just them, um, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know what advantage or what good thing they expect to come out of it other than to, I don't know, push people to buy now, which I don't think they need. Nintendo has enough buy now fans. The amount of people that, the amount of people that tagged me today over this special edition, like they just said a Fire Emblem limited release and people are like oh, i've got to buy it i gotta buy it now you know like even me like i was excited to buy it when i first mm-hmm. saw it it seems to be an anniversary thing both of these franchises have the anniversary attached to them that's a good point yeah it's a good point i, I don't i still it, don't think that's a good thing no i don't think it is either <laughs> and, and i really don't like how what the date is it's march 31st and we all know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's the end of their physical year. Yes, of course. It's purely because of business. I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, personally, I don't have, like if you're gonna re- if you're gonna make the end date something, if you're gonna put an expiration date on a game, <laughs> sure, put it at the end of the financial quarter. Like that makes sense to me. But I why know. you would put uh, it's a digital release anyway. Why it has an expiration date at yeah. any point is stupid. Uh, I don't uh, like it, and so because of that and the lack of a physical game, like I'm I'm just gonna get it digitally for six bucks. Yeah. I actually want to go through it. And, You're gonna and do the whole thing? It. Yeah, I really do. And I think they give you enough. It's like, four by three, so it's not like too. it's not gonna fit your full screen and everything. You know? Like, oh yeah, that's hopefully fine. it looks good blown up on the TV. It's an NES game. It's I know. it's gonna look what it's gonna look. <laughs> I know. And so that's another reason. I'm like, I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars. That's a I don't know. There's mm-hmm. like a value you know threshold in me that I just feel like I can't cross here. 
I mean, that makes sense. I think each of us have our own game or our That's own true. franchise where we have a threshold to go yeah. to. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's out December 4th. Had a cool unveiling, right? They were playing uh, Smash Bros. And uh, they yes. were talking like... It was kind of cute. Like, <laughs> I love those two boys arguing. You don't know who Marth is? What a loser. Let me tell you about Marth. You know, that was Pushed up cool. the glasses. It came out in 1990, actually. <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> I want I want somebody to make I want like an honest game trailers to make fun of this because I I totally could see that couch like who's Marth like you know who Marth is came out in Japan in 1990 and I could just see the reaction from the other kids in the room looking I'm like what a dork what's a Marth <laughs> <laughs> what's a Roy <laughs> yeah Romaine wants to know what the announcement of an official U S release of the official Fire uh, Fire Emblem what old school Japan exclusive RPG should Nintendo release in English next i went looking for answers because yeah. <laughs> if i wasn't prepared for this i would have butchered this question and i probably still am i hate the fact that he put it jrpg it can't be any other game it has to be that to be exclusive genre <laughs> um all right so i found one that fits mm. famicom wars the original advance wars came out in 1988 it has wow. been re-released on 3ds ds and wii a virtual console only in Japan every time. Hmm. Um, I don't know that. I will say this. I don't have, obviously, I've said this a bunch. Um, I'm not that old that I was into NES, and I definitely wasn't knowing what was coming over to America versus staying in Japan when the NES was a thing. So I don't think I have really any strong urge at all to go back and replay NES games. I think that's kind of why like, I'm mm -hmm. okay with this one not getting the, like, I don't have a strong urge to, to go replay this game. Mm -hmm. um, but if I was going to, I think a game like Fire Emblem or an Advance Wars would be the one I would pick. A tactics type game where the mm -hmm. art style isn't so like important, like where the, the mod, like for all the modern things that we have with these sort of games now, they still really haven't all that change from move the unit on the map, do the combat, do the paper, rock, scissors thing. Like that is still fundamental. Whereas when you think of like platformers or shooters and stuff, is really hard to go back to some of those these mm -hmm. days, you know, like the, some of the games have just been improved upon so well. So mm -hmm. uh, I have two other answers, but I don't want to take up the whole time. So I'm gonna let you guys answer. But that was my answer in the RPG from a bygone era that I want to see you come back. Uh, so for me, I, I went looking for answers as well. I'm not, you know, I, I don't go into old school games that much. But what I did find is like, okay, what other Fire Emblem games can we bring over then? Mm-hmm. And, and what I found was that, well, the, the Roy has a game that didn't release in the US. We need that game over there, over here Who's too, Roy? right? Who's Roy? <laughs> the protagonist of Super Smash Bros. Melee. <laughs> you gosh darn right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he was in Fire Emblem Binding Blade. It came out in GBA in Japan only. And its sequel, The Blazing Blade, actually came out in the US as well, but not Binding Blade. So give us... Uh, just like a pack, GBA pack together. I think there's like three Fire Emblem games that you can pack together and just send it out. Um, Nintendo Switch Online would be great. Yeah, it'd um, be exclusive through April 1st. Yeah, you know, limited time release. An and art book for $100 and digital downloads. It's for three games, so probably around $200, $250, somewhere around there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Binding Blade would be great to see. Uh, I like your idea, but I can't help but not say that if we're going to bring any Fire Emblem, and I think this, even this, like, I'm okay with this one because it's the first one, and yeah. we've never had it, but 
if we're going to bring back Fire Emblem games, like bring back the GameCube, the Wii and like Awaken. Like, yes. do that. Don't do this. I don't care about the GBA Fire Emblem games. <laughs> it looked OK. I mean, I, I, at least give I the don't. game with Roy. Like, because Roy is a character that we we know. He's important. I get Josh that. Brothers. Eh. Eh. Martha's better, actually. <laughs> I'm just Martha's thinking, like, way better than Roy. A but. remaster of Awakening. No, come, you don't need that. You don't really on. need Awakening. No, I GBA. Do. Well, what? well, it's 3DS. Fire Emblem. 3DS, dude. It's we could still play it. I, I want it my 3DS. Big and beautiful on my TV, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's put some work into that. My answer to this question was trending today. Did either of you see it? <laughs> the Stadia news? Sure. <laughs> no, not the Stadia <laughs> news. Um, I know it's like a over asked for thing that will probably never happen, but gotta localize Mother 3. I think that's, mm. that's, that put is it in a trilogy, correct. give it an official release. That's what I want. I would, that's probably the only one I would go out of my way to play. That is the correct Nintendo podcast response. Yeah. <laughs> Definitive if, answer. If it actually ever happens, I don't think I would be on the show. I have no urge to play that at <laughs> I all. I do. Zero. I don't think I should have to go download a fan translation to play this game. Ah, that's a good segue into my actual answer for Romaine. It has nothing to do with old school or JRPGs. But one thing that I was following quite a bit during the Wii era that made me very salty. Uh, Nintendo bought the publishing rights to Fatal Frame, which they still own franchise that i really like and in 2008 they made fatal frame 4 which is directed by suda 51 and made by grasshopper that they never released outside of japan and it bothers me a ton (laughs) and fans got a hold of the thing and they made a fan release pack that you can download on the dark web and play it in dolphin or whatever it's like this is ridiculous release the game here's the thing about the game the game looks pretty good have you guys ever Mm. played fatal frame Never. Um, even visually to the today in today's world visually the game looks pretty good doesn't look all that different than like fatal frame on wii u very similar mm. the difference um i think mainly so in fatal frame you play with a camera it's like uh you know it's like selfie the game you go around and take pictures of ghosts and the pictures scare the ghosts and capture them with taking pictures of this magical mm-hmm. camera that's that's basically what the game is and in fatal frame it has like this alan wake thing where you have flashlight and you shine it on them and they burst, with the exception that when you shine them on them in the Wii game using the, the pointer controls, um, it goes away from third person. It goes to first person. You get this really big close-up look at the ghost, and all this stuff starts shaking. You have all this stuff on the screen. It starts moving here, all the sounds. Looks legitimately like kind of like a scary game. Cool. I followed the development for this game for years and was on forums going, totally get a Fatal Frame game next year, guys. I'm telling you, I've got the inside scoop. I know all the things. Suda51 did it. And we never got it. I look like an idiot. And that's the one that I actually want. You can keep your NES games in Japan, your GBA games on GBA. (laughs) Let's bring actual games that matter to today's world over to America. (laughs) (laughs) I would play it. That sounds interesting. It looks really cool. Um, All right. So the next one we had was Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity gets a new trailer and official artwork. Now, Rebecca, thank you for putting this in here. I'm going to pass the show to you. I didn't see the trailer. 
Oh, the trailer. I wow. feel like they're, they're putting out lots of trailers. I think we've been getting one almost every single week. Yeah. Um, and this one, it was pretty short. I think it was a minute long or not even that long. Um, they showed Koroks will be hidden throughout the world. You can find them just like he did in Breath of the Wild. Um, Hestu has also been revealed. He's been seen dancing in the Korok forest as he does. Zelda, Urbosa, and some soldiers were watching him. Um, didn't say if he was playable. He didn't look like he would be fighting. He was just maybe he helps when, when you get that was the Koroks. Just like. I was going to ask because I was sure that he was going to be able to play as him, but no. Uh, they didn't say. Man, I, I want to. Like, I was thinking, said. like, um, who's the Street Fighter character that does like dance fighting? I have no idea. But that's what I was thinking, like with Hestu, like he's just Maybe. dancing around with like maracas. I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe and you hear like music and stuff as he just beats the hell out of people. I was like, this he looks is- like he's going to be part of the story. And Hestu appears to be the same age as he was in Breath of the Wild. He looks exactly the same. I don't do Koroks age very slowly. I don't know. Aren't they like trees? I think that works. That checks I out. I guess so. He looks the same yeah, size but, as he was. Yeah. Like he doesn't look. He doesn't look that any different. <laughs> they took hundreds of years old. Years? And, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, we see many of the playable characters, like the champions and Impa, um, using their special fighting moves, as well as each of them jumping off of the tower and using their own paragliders, which looked super epic. Oh, I did see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. We also got some official artwork released this week showing King Rome holding a royal claymore. Is this teasing that he may be playable too? Oh, I yeah. will be so disappointed if he's not because he looks awesome. Yeah, we're going to mm. play as the king. And if he's wielding a, a, a huge claymore, like that's going to be awesome. Jack wants to know, do you have any thoughts on how much more of Age of Calamity Nintendo and Co. are going to sh- uh, choose to show us before launch? And if soon, how soon before they stop? I want them to stop already. Uh, yeah. They've shown way too much. <laughs> I think I think they convinced us enough to play this game. Now give us a final launch trailer and we're good. I think we're now, good. Now I like that they, they only teased last week. They showed us that mysterious character. I like that that was maybe just a tease. I'm glad that mm-hmm. they didn't go like deep into who this is and their motivations. Yeah. Those are the kind of stuff I want to find out by myself. I will be disappointed if they reveal that before it comes out. I don't care as long as they keep it to what they've been keeping it to. They're showing us combat and characters. They're not showing us mm-hmm. the story and the whole reason why I think so many of us are playing. So as long as that's not happening, totally good. I would actually be upset if we got like a big story-heavy trailer like yeah. Breath of the Wild's trailer, like that that amazing trailer we got. I'd be upset if if Hyrule Warriors did the same. I don't, I don't want to see that trailer. Yeah. yeah I just want to go in completely blind on this one, if at all possible. Yeah, same. For sure. Keep going, Rebecca. Stardew Valley update 1.5 version of the game will add a split screen co-op for the very first time. So the sole developer Concerned Ape has been teasing new features that we can expect in this upcoming 1.5 update to the game. Um, and he will be adding split screen co-op. Now, there already is online multiplayer added back in 2018, um, but each player needs their own version of the game uh, to play together. So this will be the first time that more than one person can play together locally. Uh, He he did clarify that PC will allow up to four players split screen, um, but consoles will will be only will almost all will be limited to only two. He's saying Mm -hmm. right now, um, which I, I think is fine. I gotta let um, Victoria and Melissa know that. They're so deep in Animal Crossing. I don't think I can pull that out of they, it, it. Once this comes, they would be really interested in this yeah. game, I think. Um, he's also said before that uh, the 1.5 update will also add a significant new piece of endgame content. 
um, the ability to do things like move your bed to a different spot in the house, things you couldn't do before. There was oh. other stuff. They're adding like different trees, banana trees, things like that. Um, there's not a release date yet, uh, but he has been working on it since at least April of this year. So it is, uh, you know, quite a ways into development. All of these updates to Stardew Valley are free. He mm-hmm. has said they will always be free. Once you buy the base version of the game, um, you're, you will never have to pay another cent after this. It's really a huge passion project for him. He loves the game and the community. Go support this game. Mm-hmm. You will sink hours and hours and hours into it with so much new content coming. Um, I think the split screen um, is a feature that people have been asking for for a long time. Yeah. Have you guys heard of his story? And with I, I read the book Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, um, and this is one of the anecdotes in that book is this developer. It's so cool to see how much success or this successful story yeah. he has with him. Um, he he did everything um, with this game, and like he he basically invested all in the line uh, like for this game, and his wife supported him too yep. for years. And I'm so glad to see the pay. It pays off. He's a good him. one. I, I really am happy to support him. I w- like will buy this on every version, like yeah. every platform that it comes out. Um, I want to support him and, and give him more money. He's the updates that he pours into this game. He so there's mods for PC that fans make, and he'll go out of his way to fix things in the PC version of the game in order to let the mods work better. That's so um, like cool. that's how much he loves the community. So. Good game, good guy. Looking mm-hmm. forward to that update. That's up. I need to play more of this game. I have mm-hmm. it on Switch and Vita, actually. So, well, I once need. this update comes out, it might be a good time to jump back into it because it's adding, you know, all this new stuff. So, mm-hmm. sounds good. I, I had a lot of thoughts just listening to this because I was th- immediately thinking of like the updates that we're getting in other like big games from gamer developers, and we've argued over whether or not they should be free. And the people are like, well, you know, they put work into the game; they should be able to charge you again for it. And it's like you got this guy over here. Who's just making updates and updates and updates in his game for years to come. He's not charging you at all to the point where I'm sure the fans would love to just give him more money. They're like, can you just charge us? Will you please charge us? People have said, we will pay. (laughs) We will give you money. It makes me interested. Do you think it would be, would you like or not like if there was a way to directly support a developer, like through the eShop? Let's say you buy a game and you love it. You just wanted to tip them. Like you could go to the eShop and just give them money. I don't think a lot of people would do that. Um, I know it's completely far-fetched idea. It's just in my head. I was like, I wonder with these games that people love so much, if there was, if there mm-hmm. was a way, if there was a system, mm-hmm. it didn't have to be a part of the eShop. If there was a, a system that people could just show that appreciation. Do you mm-hmm. know what would be even better? The ability for me to gift this game to you. Yes, of course. <laughs> we would that, all like yeah. to be able to do that. <laughs> I would like a system like that. Now, it would probably just be a one-time gift sure, kind of thing, of course. right? It's not going to be a yeah. recurring gift. I don't imagine it being like Patreon, where there's like a monthly subscription. And I would think you need it. to do something universal that's dedicated to lots of developers. Maybe even just keep it just indie developers. But you wouldn't want to like just go through somebody's private PayPal. Like that doesn't feel like mm-hmm. you'd want yeah. something uniform that you could do something like that. But I actually think you could have something like that exist. You could have a service. It's like, here are all these games. Here's how much money we supported. And with this money that you gave them, like, we were able to make all these other things and, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could That's get, like, idea. some direct – because it's it's not all that different than Kickstarter. But without the attachment that you're, like, you're paying for a product, like, you're just – you just love them. And maybe, like, you get, like, a direct line of communication to them. 
you know, like maybe you can ask them questions or something like maybe there is some like trade off like that you could have. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think that's crazy far fetched. This just as I was listening to you talk about the story, that's, that's kind of where my headspace was. I just yeah, kept I like going. that. I like, that's not a bad idea. I'm trying to think like the logistics of that. I think there would be a very few select developers that you would probably support other than just like um, just like gaining the game. Right. Like I, I think of people that, you know. They'll, they'll just probably do it one time. I'm, I'm trying to think of developers in my head that I would do it with probably one or two. And I'm like, I'm thinking of a service they need to make money to. The service itself probably would need to be a business itself. So you I don't know, know how they, much money would flow in there. I wish they had leaned more into the Nindies branding and made it almost like its own section of the eShop. Yeah. yeah. And have something like that. Maybe it could be a Nindy's program. Um, I love the idea. Kind of subscription to it. Mm-hmm. So I floated the idea a long time that I was actually excited to see them take. Is I, I said for a long time I didn't want a virtual console. I wanted them to release separate storefronts and separate apps for this. I would love an indie app, like an indie world app eShop that's like a filtered yeah. version of that. Yeah. And it's like, hey, check this out with its own, its own look, its own style, its own storefront, and it's completely separated off. And I feel like branding it as Nindies would me- be a draw for the Switch, too, for, for Nintendo. People yep. would be getting the Switch not just for Nintendo games, but they have these Nindies, which, yeah, you can but get I, them on PC and PS4 and wherever, too. But they're Nindies. Here's a whole, you know, And I think the Nindie section. or the Indie mm-hmm. World or whatever Nintendo, the point is I wanted a place for Nintendo curated Indie stuff to shine. Yeah. Not everything. Definitely. Right. There's a flood of independent mobile stuff and everything. So many games. Get rid of all of that. And here are the ones that we want to market. We've got deals. We've published with them. You've seen them in directs. We want to put all of that stuff here in this app that you put on your control panel. So whenever you're feeling the urge, you can go check it. And maybe we've got like a little news feed of updates and things Mm -hmm. like that. But like all of that stuff lives here. I've always wanted that to happen. I agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would do that kind of thing as well, what you were saying um, for Concern Ape. I wish something like that did exist that I could show him more support. We have uh, Sean Capri in the chat, and he says, can confirm this, as in this show, better than that presidential thing that's going on. So we have oh. that on good authority. We're doing better, oh, than, we're doing better than those guys. The low bar. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're, we're a little better than that. <laughs> uh, last thing here I wanted to plug Rocket League is having their Halloween event going on right now it's Ghostbusters themed uh, players can da, earn na, na, Ghostbusters na, cosmetics da, na, for completing na, na, na. the weekly challenges um, they can also earn golden pumpkins that can be exchanged for rewards uh, and they have two limited time modes available starting on October 26th Haunted Heat Seeker Yo, Heat Seeker is so much fun it's going to be haunted now and Spike Rush all of that ends on November 2nd. So go get it now if you're still into Rocket League, which is free to play now everywhere. Yeah, you can so play it. Go, go play it for free. I want to support them too. You don't need Switch Online either. We want to give you money. Make it charge for it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I like the – I love that everybody's into this like Halloween seasonal spirit. We're yeah. getting these updates everywhere. But I don't like that it's all focused on multiplayer. Like every bit of it in every yeah. game is multiplayer. There is no single player story Halloween content anywhere. It's like, hey, you can wear a pumpkin now. Come play our game. It's like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <clears throat> um, before we get into our questions, I would like also like to plug that I have played and beaten Pumpkin Jack. I've beaten for some time. But the embargo is actually Friday. So Lane and I recorded oh. a little mini empire that we will post just our thoughts about the game coming out soon. But it's coming out on Switch. So, um, yeah, that's all I can say about it. So nice. if you're interested, 
look out for that little review on the Xbox Empire, and we'll tweet it out Friday when the embargo's up. Cool. Questions? Yeah. Um, okay. Jason wants to know, when is Garrett going to fight me? Okay, Jason, let's pull up a calendar here. All right. Let's, 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 let's actually set a date. We should do it on yes. Halloween with you guys dressed up. Well, I wish we could do that, but probably not. Well, I we have the practice. technology. We have the power. We have the power. All right, Jason, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out a date here. I want to see if you accept it. I'm going to say Saturday, November 21st. I need a month. I need a month to practice, okay? So how about sometime, oh, oh, preferably night, we will stream on twitch.tv slash PSP. You're giving him a month to practice. He's going to crush you. You're going to get and, he, and I can't wait till Jason crushes me to death. But I want to get a fighting chance. So, so give here's me the month. thing, though. You're missing. Let me be your agent here. Are we okay. talking about Smash Bros? Like, I don't yeah. even know what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, we're talking about okay. Smash Bros. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's, here's what needs to happen. Yes. We have a three-round bout of Smash where Garrett just gets absolutely just <laughs> trounced. Yeah. Then we do some sort of Mario Kart thing, and then we close with a game of chess. We've got to give Garrett, like, mm. like you can't just walk into Jason's domain and just live in that world and not expect him to come back. Right, you gotta, you gotta, he's gotta return the visit in some way. If we're gonna have a full-on duel, then we should honor like the rules of the duel. You can't just, you're just on his turf, man. Why are you giving uh, him home field advantage? I'm giving him home field advantage because it used to be my advantage, but I've, I've, I became very, very rusty. <laughs> are you gonna? Use and Roy? he's, he's probably gonna destroy me. I, I believe in Garrett. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna use Roy. Come on now, you think I'm a plebe? What's Come a Roy? <laughs> What's a Roy? Game <laughs> out in 2000. He was the main character of Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> marred this battle i'm trying to figure out my main character again because my main character in the recent smash brothers is ness which Ooh, is fine good one he's a he's a fine character you can't beat I falco need... with with him well okay falco was um my main in melee actually but once he got Ooh. to the new move set in brawl it threw me off oh. i couldn't i could not do um but like i try to play falco a little bit in this game, it's like, it's better, but it's not melee um, moveset. He used to. Okay. Um, I had grand visions of a Falco v. Falco. I it could like, be. Oh, man. For the okay. rights to never use Falco again, loser goes home. Oh, that's fine. I'll probably won't play Smash Bros. again. <laughs> you see, like, the wrestling promoter in me? I'm just trying to find angles. <laughs> but yeah, play a game of chess with me, Jason. All right, Jeez. November 21st. That's, that's my in. pitch. That's my request. We'll see Ball's if Jason in your agrees. court, Jason. Yeah, ball is in your court. Get wrecked. Steven wants to know, what's your favorite Mario sports game? Oh. No motorsports, no kart, sport. Yeah, I'm mm. not even, even going to answer. Oh, yeah. We know Dobby's. <laughs> is it tennis? I think it's baseball. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I'm going to say, actually, Super Mario Strikers. I love good game. Love that soccer game, man. Like, I wish it came back. Top I don't know. soccer it, game. Like, best yeah, soccer it, game. It's a very good soccer, soccer yeah. game. Why, why isn't it back? Why isn't it not soccer's on the Switch? Soccer's huge. FIFA sells tons. Like, soccer's a big deal. Like, I, I, I don't like get it. I feel like there's a severe lack of Mario sports games on the on Switch. Switch. We only have tennis. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's all. On the Switch. only Mario sports game that I ever played is that I've played two of the tennis ones. The I played, what was it, Aces? I sold that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I really would like to play, what's, what's the baseball one called? Um, uh, sluggers. Sluggers. 
Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> Super one. Smash Ball or something. I, I just <laughs> my mind was like a casino of like Nintendo <laughs> terms. I was like new Super Triple. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, have never played Sluggers, um, but I would if Sluggers they is fun. a new one yep. because baseball is my favorite. So I would do that. I, I I like all Mario sports games for the most part. Um, I, I could do without most of the uh, like the horse racing stuff, but even the sports mix <laughs> games I think are good. I oddly really liked Mario basketball and uh, would love to mm-hmm. see like a full Mario basketball. It's kind of like an NBA Jam thing. I think that would be fun. But mm-hmm. yeah, considering that we don't have a ton of support from EA um, and we do have some from 2K, but Switch doesn't is not a really great place for sports games to begin with. Yeah. It would be nice to see more sports games coming out on Nintendo, and I think we will. I, I, they, they are typically never there like early. Those are typically things that kind of just kind of flow in after they kind of get the big wave and get the system going. So I expect we'll see some more soon. Mm-hmm. Cartlife wants to know, what do you think the chances are that Breath of the Wild 2 will focus on and be playable primarily as Zelda? He says it's time. I think hmm. that is a fan-made expectation that they want that... Anuma and Nintendo don't care about it at all, and I don't think it's happening at all. Hmm. I'm willing to be surprised. I would love to see it. I would. Um, I'm not opposed to it, but every time that they've addressed it, they've almost blown it off. I think the last time he was questioned about it, like, AG was like, I don't know why people keep saying that. (laughs) Like, it's one of those things where it's like, somebody really should quell that down a bit. It's like, let's let's kind of suppress that a little. You're all just going to be left upset. I don't think she'll be playable, but I think she will have uh, more of a presence in this one. Oh, I think she has. For sure. Yeah. It's a companion. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of way. Yeah. I would love it. I think everybody just wants, they're wanting it to kind of be something that it's not, right? They're wanting to take Zelda, the the game, in a different, like, in a different path. And I don't think Nintendo wants to do that at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately where it comes down to. They don't, I, I'm not sure that they want to make like a companion game and have all this dialogue and it'd be like a last of us thing where you have these two characters like i don't think they want to do that at all and i don't think they want to give <laughs> the impression that they want to uh ryan wants to know what games do you have in your backlog that you really want to play but you're afraid to start because of the huge time commitment oh boy oh boy oh this boy is your question yeah i don't have an answer <laughs> it's really think, my yeah. question i actually went through my switch library and i'm like oh crap like you have a whole app dedicated to this what are you talking about I have God Galaxy to to go through, yes, and, and and um, oh gosh, the GG app, yes, GG app.io is a very good backlog tracker. Get on um, it. Me and Rebecca are. Are you guys getting um, royalties for this or something? Like every week? No, I love that app. <laughs> and you can join the Discord at. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, so probably the games on Switch that I really would like to get to, but I'm just afraid to start it is Dragon Quest 11s. I have it. It's in it's it's in my backlog. Um I'm afraid to play it cuz every time I hear this game guys, they're just like, "Oh my gosh, it's so long. Oh my gosh, I have to repeat this scene for like 20 hours." I'm like, "That's scary." Even for me, like that's that's a little too much sure. where you have to, you know, play like hun- over 100 hours, which I've only really done Per, very few games persona 5 is one of them where i was like i'm willing to go through the game over a hundred hour mark dragon quest 11s though i may start it and see how it is and and go through it a little bit but man oh man and then those 3ds jrpgs man <laughs> like i like them i do it's just there's just so many hours you got to dedicate towards them 
Yeah, I don't really have an answer um, for that. I have games on my backlog, but it's not that I'm afraid to start because of a huge time commitment. It's just that I'm playing other stuff. Don't tell people there's a promo code for a discount, isn't <laughs> If you put Rebecca Forsman and don't tell oh. people that. <laughs> um, They'll believe you. <laughs> I don't really have a backlog on Switch. I'm, I've played most threads. If anything, I feel like I'm, I'm running out of things to play. I just started. That's why I bought. Red Lantern, so I bought Roki. I, I've just been throwing money at indie games. Um, I bought Twin Breaker, which I never finished playing on PS4. I got That's it great. on Switch again. I've, I've bought maybe five or six Switch games this week just to get into playing some stuff. Um, I wanted to go back through Bioshock, but when all the new games started to come out, like I didn't. So I guess it counts. Like I still would want to go through it, but it's not a priority to me. I don't feel mm-hmm. like I have to. I've already beat the game before, so I'm not like, I need to get back to Bioshock. Um, it probably would have been Deadly Premonition 2. I played the game this week. It's gotten several updates. I've been updating that game for what feels like two months now. And I played it, and 10 minutes in, it was doing all the same stuff it was doing before. I deleted it. I just, oh no. it's over. You, you, it you're didn't done. Help. I'm done. Uh, yeah, no, oh. it's, it still runs bad. It's you know, handheld mm. and on TV. I was, I'm, I, it's over. I'm over. I'm, I'm no longer going to try to make that a thing. It doesn't fall into the backlog, but there is something I've been putting off for a while now. Like I said, I, I've been buying games, like just trying to get into something. But the game that I haven't bought yet is Hades. And oh my gosh. Hades Donnie. is like so many people's game of the year on Switch. Yeah. And I haven't bought into it because it seems like it requires a lot of time. It's not a game style that I've ever really enjoyed. So I'm, I'm a little gun shy to jump in. I've, I've been kind of waiting for a sale. Um, I do want to play it just to even say that I played it almost, um, because I want to, I want to bring that to the podcast, but I mean, we've got Garrett for that too. Garrett's so checking uh, his hours or something. I'm, I'm checking my hour count right now on Hades. <laughs> so that's the scary I, thing with all these games, with all these games coming out soon. It's like, I don't know if I have time for Hades, so I haven't bought it yet. So it's not really in the backlog, but I'm just kind of putting it off. Yeah. Until like Black Friday or something. But even then, mm-hmm. like I have this little window right now. Because I'm selling my Xbox this weekend, preparing mm-hmm. for next gen. So I have this little window right now where I have about two weeks of dedicated Switch time that I can really play something. And then mm-hmm. once this two weeks is over, it's that's done. it. Like, done. yeah, my yeah. time, my gaming time is allocated like through January. Like it's over. I'm playing Hyrule Warriors. I got Cyberpunk. I got Valhalla. Like I am toast for a couple months um, after these two weeks. So yeah, I don't know. Like if Hades is something I could get through in a weekend or so, like that's the other thing I played uh, Axiom Verge, right? I played it last week. Mm-hmm. I kept playing it. I'm, I beat three or four bosses in it, but I'm not like really enamored with like the world of the story. I don't feel like I need to finish it. I, I'm like, I got it. You know, it's doing it. It's, it has nothing like Ori. Like I have no drive to complete Axiom Verge. It's kind of mm-hmm. where I am. Like, and that's what I worry with Hades. Let, let me try to convince you a little bit with Hades. I've played four hours of it, so not much, right? I, I've probably in like 10 to 15 runs of, of this game. It continuously impressed me every run. But you like games like this. No, I don't. I don't like roguelikes that much, actually. I give up on them. Didn't you, you like, like Dead Cells? D- no, I, I mean, Dead Cells was all right. And then like I'm thinking of other games. Enter the Gungeon, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to like um binding of isaac i wanted to like there's a lot of roguelikes i wanted to like but it's just like nah i'm losing progress but okay. this game is probably i need to play different. more of it i need to play more of it right like after luigi's mansion i i, I set priority luigi's mansion 3 is is the game i want to beat before halloween and then i'll go back to hades and be fine um 
every time I do a run, it, 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 it there's just a little bit more depth to the game. And I think every time you invest into this game, the more you're going to get out of it. So it's, I mean, like you'll probably, it'll probably be in the tens of hours if before you beat this. Looks game. like it's twenty to thirty hours to beat. Based off it depends on how good you are too. Um, That's a problem. But, well, well, <laughs> people. I mean, you, you, Josh beat the game, so it's it's achievable. Oh, speaking of them, Board of Video Games had a developer over to to talk yeah. about the game. So if you guys don't normally listen to Board of Video Games, make sure you go check out that episode if you're really into Hades. I see several people in the chat talking about Hades. If you mm-hmm. want to hear about Hades, they had one of the developers on on their show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it's that's good. that's one I've just been hesitant to jump in on, and I don't know why. Like I totally jumped in on the Red Lantern, but I also thought Red Lantern would be like a you know a softer. This might be a thing. good counterpart to the Red Lantern, something that point. you're more looking for. That's good. It sounds point. like it has the things that you wanted in the Red Lantern. So good, so good writing, dude. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's so I've good. Heard, I've heard nothing but good things. Like I honestly do think you would like this, Donnie. Okay, Nintendo Shack, I'm going to buy Hades right now. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it. And like I said, now's the time to do it. If I ever had time, the time is right now. I'd and not- I think you would like this more than sort uh, the Pokemon DLC, to be honest with you. I sell, yeah, my, I sell my Xbox on Sunday. And from that point until November 10th, I have nothing to play but Switch. Well, I have a PlayStation, but I'm not going to play it. Nobody's going to play that. <laughs> so it's going to be it's gonna be Hades. I'm just going to play Hades, uh, I guess. Uh, hopefully I like it. If I play you it, and I don't. It, Garrett. The, I hope you. I hope you do too, man, because it's really good. The wake behind me is littered with the carcasses of roguelites that I've tried and never played. <laughs> I mean, I normally don't get past an hour or two of these games before I'm like that whole die and wash, rinse, and do it all over again. That just never does much for me. I feel That's like if you don't too. like this one, then it's it really isn't for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yard Angel says, if you don't like it, blame Garrett. <laughs> You could do that, okay? I'm just saying this game, man, it's it's something else. I, I want to, like, I always, anytime a game bubbles up to have, like, that type of fanfare, I want to play it just because, right? Because we'll, we'll eventually do, like, our favorite games of the year, stuff like yeah. that. And it would be, I think it would be, uh, you know, it would be a negative to not at least say, like, hey, I tried it. Um, so I like doing that. So I'll, I'll buy it mm-hmm. and I'll give it a try. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a strong mm-hmm. go this weekend and see how it goes. I'll, I'll play a few more runs before the next It's good on Switch, too. Here. It's great on Switch. Okay. Because that was yeah. another concern that it would be, you know, hazy and, and not run well and slow down. No, no. It's it's playable. It's it's definitely playable. More okay. than playable than Witcher. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> we're we're right. comparing it to that. You've sold me. You've sold me. <laughs> you and the internet and everybody that loves it. You've sold me. I'll, I will give it a go. I know everybody right. else is playing it, so I, I might be able to get some help. I know Kevin's playing it. Josh's playing it, so mm-hmm. I might be able to get some help. Cool. Um, time for a few more? It's an hour or- 40 almost. Is it really? Oh yeah. my god! I thought it was going to be a short show. <laughs> it does not feel like it's been that long. Uh, that's that's because you're having fun. Time flies. You're having fun. Um, so Ooh. that's going to do it. I'm going to wrap up here uh, for Bland Explosion and okay. Forest Minish, aka DK Magpie. And Can I say so- something else? Sure. One more thing. Um, I just want to say that PSVG it has an extra life. Yes, We're doing very very well. Very well. Um, you guys are crushing it. We're we're crushing it basically. So we we are over the four thousand dollar mark now, and we still have a couple weeks left before the big day. So November seventh is the big day. I know Kevin and Josh are streaming twenty four hours that day. Um, so probably uh, kind of plug in for that. I will be streaming tentatively for two Sundays, November eighth, and then the following 
uh, Sunday. Are you going to do 24 hours? No, no, two 12 hours. That's what okay. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm splitting. I, I can, No, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I've done the 24-hour thing. It's just like I, I don't think I could do it with my lifestyle right now. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I offered um, this to Kevin and Dev. I don't think they've taken me up on my offer yet, so I'll offer it to Garrett and the folks that are in the chat. Mm-hmm. The shacker that gives Garrett the first bid over $30, I will personally ship the PSVG North Face backpack too. I've totally nice. offered this for extra life. I would love to help the cause any way I can. I got this as promotional merch for ordering our shirts for um, for the house party, and it just sits here. It's an awesome North Face backpack. It's got the PSVG logo on it on the front. So if you want to rep PSVG like nobody else has, $30 to Garrett's Extra Life, mm-hmm. the first Shaq listener. You got to go in there. You got to say, I heard this on Shaq. 30 bucks. You send me your address Man, and you will get this backpack. I wish I was eligible for that. <laughs> so if you search up and, and just extra life and then you could probably search or up more. the team. You do more than 30. 30 or you more. You more than 30, yeah. <laughs> and you just search up the team, PSVG. I am one of the, the rosters in there, Garrett Bland. You could probably donate from there. Or Did you, you can reach me on Twitter. Did you say what extra life is color. for people who don't know? Extra life is a fundraiser to raise funds for children, hospitals all around the country and maybe global. I, I, I'm not sure about that. But then there's a big day, November 7th, where all tons of gaming groups come together and stream for 24 hours to raise funds. And then organizations gives a lot of incentives to just raise money for kids. Um, I think this year is very special just because of this trying times. We really want to make sure our, our hospitals are okay, especially our children hospitals. Um, so yeah, that's what Extra Life is all about. Um, and I think PSVG is repping it quite well. And I'm, I'm very proud of, of what we're doing um, this year, for sure. As you should be. Okay, so that's going to do it for us this week in the Nintendo Shack. I hope you guys liked it. Chat, as always, you were lovely. We'll catch you next week. Good night, Koopalings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.